Hello, folks. On July the 20th, 1969, the Apollo 11 crew successfully completed the national goal, and that was a crewed lunar landing and a safe return to Earth. Mm. Nearly 51 years to the date. My name is Terry, and his name is Sam. Sam, how's it going? Yeah, great. That's just out of this world, that, uh, that comment about the moon. Literally. And boy, have we got some, you know, juicy conspiracies about this particular moon landing and plenty of meat to this bone. What are your thoughts? Yeah, very, very, as usual, of course. We say it every time, I reckon, Terry, but uh, legitimate. This is a very interesting topic. Um, moon landing was, yeah, it was huge back in the, uh, obviously, the 60s or towards the end of the 60s. And then uh, it, it was uh, it was a story that car- has carried on for a long time. And, um I know my parents were, you know, ones that uh, really, you know, can remember that and that's stuck in their brain. And I think a lot of the, uh, you know, older generation really, uh, really cherished that uh, moon landing uh, footage. So, yeah, good to get into a few um, facts and also, as usual, some conspiracy theories. Big time. It was probably, and I think still to this day, probably humanity's biggest achievement. Mm. But did we really do it? Mm. Well, let's dive deep into it and... Stop this little chitter chat and get right stuck into it and chew the meat off the bone. Yeah. Affordable, custom and tailor-made fencing solutions. Whether it's residential, commercial or for your farming needs, we know the place that ticks those boxes and so many more. Damn cheap wholesalers. They put a smile on your dial as well as a double thumbs up just like the logo. One of the biggest importers in Australia, specialising in metal and fabrication. No design or desire is too tough for these guys. Located in South Australia, but servicing your fencing needs nationwide. They're on Facebook and Instagram. Type in damn cheap wholesalers. Once again, damn cheap wholesalers. Yippee. The Business Makeover Specialists, Danny LaRosa Design. Wanting something new, something fresh? Logos, business cards, publications, digital designs, visit the one-stop shop. Danny LaRosa Design. You can find her on Facebook and Instagram, and that is her handle at Danny LaRosa Design. Website is www.dannylarosadesign.com. Make the change today. What are you waiting for? So, Sam, landing 12 people on the moon still remains one of NASA's greatest achievements, if not the greatest achievement of humanity to date. I mean, we've done a fair bit over our time Mm -hmm. um, on this Earth. Um, I don't know how long we've been humans for. Um, And if you believe in evolution, we could have been from, you know, apes and gorillas and chimps and whatever to to now humanoids. But, I mean, boy, we've done some good things. You know, Stonehenge, uh, the pyramids, if we built them or not. Mm -hmm. Um, And the Eiffel Tower, if you want to put it uh, to that as well. But, I mean, landing on the moon, that that really is out of this world, as you mentioned in the intro. Mm, How good is it? It is. How great. Oh, it's fantastic, Terry. It's it's great. Um, of course, you know, with such a big achievement, well, 
you know, alleged uh, achievement. There's going to be some uh, questions and some, you know, conspiracy theories around it. And yeah, we're we're definitely going to jump into those. Um, Absolutely. Should we? Uh, we'll just quickly just uh, a bit of background around the the moon landing, anyway. Yeah, um, please. Yeah, because you know, I mean, uh, some of our listeners probably weren't around back then, and you know, including both of us, uh, Terry. So, um, but back in uh, 1961, actually, uh, President John F. Kennedy at the time, really famous uh, president, and um, you know, uh, speaking of conspiracy theories, Big Jono. A, yeah, there's a big one around uh, Big Johnny Kennedy. Um, so, uh, you have to tune into another future podcast, I would say. Um, on the 25th of May, 1961, he he just put a you know a, a goal for the whole nation of um of you know United States of America to land this crew, or land a crew um on the moon uh, so have a, a performing a crew uh, lunar landing and return to earth so not just you know send some probe up there or some dr- well I don't know about drones back then but some kind of you know craft that is not uh, actually crewed uh, he, he said we want to send up a, a spaceship or spacecraft or whatever you want to call it a rocket ship um we lunar module se- yeah lunar module yep um hmm. we want to send that up there into the uh, into space and and land on the moon and um well eight years later it, it became uh, it became reality so uh, wow. could you imagine at the time terry actually just just quickly how how would you know people or what would people be thinking when you know john f kennedy comes up with this big idea what would it, what would the public be thinking about it you'd think he'd be an absolute wacko um yeah. you know at that point there space had been like a relatively new sort of um territory to get into like we hadn't mm. even gone into space 10 years prior to that announcement and yet this bloke 10 years later after finally getting out of our atmosphere he wants mm-hmm. to land on the moon um what a what a crazy man but a big big political risk a risk yep. that a lot of these politicians these days just um, they just don't want to make those kind of risks in those big calls because if it backfires, then that potentially is the end of them. Yep. However, with JFK, uh, Big John O. Kennedy, um, he did ultimately come to his demise before we eventually got to this feat. Mm-hmm. However, it wasn't this that did it; it was something else, and that's a whole other episode in itself. Yes. But um, yeah, I mean, this is a really bold statement to come out and promise your nation and set a goal that by the end of the decade. We're not only going to land on the moon, we're going to land on the moon um, with people and we're going to safely return them back home. Mm. Boy, oh boy, eight years later, on July the 20th, 1969, it was the 11th of the Apollo missions, a crew successfully completed that national goal. And the crew was Neil Armstrong, Buzz, or his real name is Edwin Aldrin, but we love to call him Buzz. Mm, Buzz and Michael Collins. Mm, who's that? Yeah, so Michael Collins actually, to a lot of people that don't know, Michael Collins actually never stepped foot on the moon. He was mm. still inside the lunar module. His his job was probably just as important as I guess those that went on the moon. I mm. guess Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin, who do, he do he did get to step on the moon, they were the show ponies. They were the yeah, show offs. Yeah. You know, good old Mick O'Collins back there in the lunar module, um, pressing the buttons and mm. you know making sure that you know all the the cables are in the right spots. Yeah, geez. shout out to you, Mickey Collins. Honestly, 
Mick uh, copped the, uh, you know, or uh, well, pulled the short straw there. That's that's ridiculous. Poor bloke. The guy to go all the way there, didn't even get to set foot on there. That's why that's why I'd never heard of him. And I think uh, a lot of people probably have no idea who uh, Mickey Collins is. So, thank no, you. Just, just a, uh, there is a rumour. I mean, there's a lot of conspiracies around this whole moon landing in itself. But there was yes. another conspiracy theory as well that um, the, some of the space food uh, didn't sit well with Miko Collins. And uh, apparently on that night there, he had the run. So mm. he went wow. straight to the shitter as soon as they landed. So, I mean, um, I guess not only do you get that relief of finally landing and a safe landing, but boy, mm. imagine the relief after he, um, you know, had a really fine bowel movement. So. Mm. You know what, Miko? I think you've hit two birds with one stone. You, all those endorphins kicking in after a couple of those big feats there. Yeah. I think he was the first person to shit on the moon. <laughs> he had a few too many space curries, I reckon. Yeah, geez. Um, <laughs> all, all lodged into a bloody uh, toothpaste tube. <laughs> yeah, once the uh, once the paste is out of the tube, you can't get it back in, mate. So. Mm. Yeah, better luck next time, Miko. But we still remember you, and we're going to give you a pretty shout, big shout out now. If anything, we've actually talked about Miko Collins more than we have uh, Armstrong and Aldrin. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. look at that, yep. mate. Yeah, feel yeah. free to give us a call and chuck us ten grand for that. <laughs> Cheers, Mick. Um, yeah. So an estimated six hundred and fifty million people watched um, the televised footage Crazy. and heard Armstrong's voice describe the event as he took one small step. For man and one giant leap for mankind. Jeez, those words, they just, mm. when you hear them Famous. in the flesh, they just give you goosebumps, Sam. I mean, when I say it, it's it's invigorating, mm. it's inspiring, but when he says it, it gives you those, uh, give you the tingles. It's mm, like you're going yes. down an elevator really quickly and get those butterflies in the stomach. Yep. Good shit. So, anyway, they launched on the July the 16th, 1969. They landed back at Earth July the 24th, 1969. So it was only an eight-day journey. Wow. Not too bad. Um, that's pretty good for back in the 60s to yep. uh, get to the moon and back in eight days, um, land on the moon and return home safely. Mm, what nice. an achievement, Sam, seriously. That's great, yeah. I, I'm, you know, I, before, you know, doing a bit more research into it, I didn't realize it was that quick um, that they, you know, uh, traveled to to the moon and back it's, it's a really good time i reckon um yeah is it, oh, well, i mean if you think about it sam though like seriously that eight days that's mm-hmm. about right there's no traffic um <laughs> yeah true so yeah you know, straight on the highway away mm. you go yeah um why yeah, not no, no toll roads on the way i don't think either so you're laughing no, definitely not so anyway that's the moon landing seems all uh you know peaches and cream at the moment mm-hmm. and everyone's thinking what's all the fuss about is the podcast over already? You've just described mm. the moon landing that happened 51 years ago. No. Switch it off. We're just getting started. So what, what is the issue in the conspiracy, Sam? What are we talking about here? Mm. Well, 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 well. Um, obviously, yeah, like you said, Terry, a lot of people were tuning in to this uh, moon landing. But a few people, uh, you know, a few years later, people were you know, surfacing and saying, oh, this, this giant leap. Of, for mankind might have been a fake and they you know there's a bit more digging and, and whatnot going into it and um yeah a lot of people saying that they that it was actually a hoax um you know carried out by the u.s government and then they were staging uh to win this this so-called space race which we'll get so we'll get into 
uh, in a minute, which is with the Soviets um, back in in the you know in those 60s and 70s. So they just wanted to, uh, well, the theory goes that they wanted to gain a bit of uh, traction and a bit of an advantage over their um, over their rivals. So yeah, apparently this the uh, you know a lot of people have have a lot of evidence and a lot of things pointing towards a, a hoax. So we're going to jump into that later. But first of all, um, as I mentioned, this space race. So what uh, what it was um, it was well, it was pretty much just a competition between you know uh, the, the Cold War rivals of uh, Soviet Union, which US is the USSR, um, United Soviet States of Russia, I believe, um, and the United States. So they pretty much were you know they wanted to beat each other to it. Um, they they wanted to be the first um, the first country to get into space and, and travel space, and then. Um, obviously, the the moon was a big uh, a big target and a big goal that they both wanted to you know beat each other to. Um, they, they pretty much just wanted to show off you know their superiority with uh, with their technologies and and mili- military firepowers and you know yeah, we see that pretty common um, these days as well. You know p- countries flexing their muscles like you know, North Korea with all their missiles and whatnot. But uh, yeah, and also just just to sort of assert a bit of dominance uh, in the political field as well because you know of course two big powerhouses like that they um they weren't you know best of friends in in those days so they wanted to prove each other wrong and, and wanted to you know get a bit of uh, an advantage and maybe you know who knows find some uh, some answers up there and um yeah so they they started off with you know uh, launching some satellites into into space and then um, the first humans to get into space and just doing some spacewalks, things like that. Um, so th- even all- even like they were showing off who could actually uh, fly in space the longest. So they were even like competitive with their duration in yep. space. Um, who orbited the Earth the first? Uh, that mm-hmm. was the, you know the competition was real between the two, and and I think a lot of the time it was just for the optics of it compared yeah. to the rest of the countries and and the rest of the world. It's like oh, who's going to actually you know outdo each other between right, these yeah. two? Because after World War Two and all and and the uh, the Nazi demise, it was basically left then to you know the the US and the and the Soviet Union were, were the two big powerhouses in the world, mm. and um, yeah, seriously, um, regardless of what it was. They were trying to achieve the firsts in the world, and mm. uh, space was the new in thing. It was mm. the it was the trend. Yep. So, yeah, I guess by landing on the moon, um, the US effectively won the space race, didn't they, Sam? Yes, yes, they did. Yeah, um, the Spot Soviets on. actually tried to match this feat with four failed attempts between '69 and '72, which is an interesting point to note because the whole Apollo missions that did land on the moon. Um, flew there within this time between 69 and 72. You'd think each of those governments would have intel on each other, and you know everyone spies on everyone. And I'm sure there would have been some in the in the U.S. military or in the government that were working for the Russians and vice versa. So between the times where the U.S. landed on the moon and they successfully landed 12 people on the moon in six missions, right? Mm-hmm. That was between 69 and 72. The Soviets actually tried to do this four times and they failed. Jeez. So what did US have that the Soviets didn't? Mm. So this suggests, obviously, and you don't have to be a brainiac, that the US were the only ones to land on the moon. Mm. So six landings in total between 69 and 72. Of course, they went for seven 
missions and the infamous Apollo 13 never actually got there. Mm -hmm. And that was the only mission um, due to an oxygen tank explosion during the expedition. So they tried seven times to actually get there. Six of them did. Even the seventh that didn't, Apollo 13, uh, no one was harmed and they did manage to get that back home safely. And that's another podcast in itself. That was an Mm. incredible uh, journey, uh, Apollo 13, the highs and lows, and they even made a movie out of it. And yeah, um, Tom Hanks did a sensational job on that one. So if you you love space, get into Apollo 13, the movie. Sensational. Great. Yeah, but um, Sam... Yes. We've gone through the space race, mm. gone through what the issue is and, and the potential conspiracy. But how could the landing be fake, Sam? Oh, well. Start yeah. us off. Yeah, well, I will, definitely. Um, we, yeah, we've talked about you know the background of it all, but I think this is what it all comes down to because this is what we want to talk about. Um, so, you know, some people are claiming, well, still claiming to this day that uh, some or all of the elements of the Apollo program and associated moon landings were hoaxes and staged by NASA completely. Um, and they're, they're saying that they possibly, well, they probably would have needed a bit of help from other organizations too. Um, so, you know, at the time, everyone was pretty, you know, pretty impressed with it. And then come the, the mid-1970s, uh, um, yeah, there was there's a lot of claims uh, spreading around saying that NASA um, misled the public uh, and they actually, yeah, they, they allegedly manufactured and, and tampered with um, evidence and photos and stuff that uh, that could sort of back up these these theories um, and even, uh, you know, with these radio trans, uh, transmissions and TV um transmissions that were allegedly allegedly fake so um yeah we'll jump into uh, the backgrounds of that as well now um so also interestingly enough uh, 10 astronauts and two civilians uh, related to the crewed space flight program um well as part of the alleged cover-up they actually died around the time um, wow. of the polio mission so you know coincidentally this common theme actually with the u.s government with a few uh, a few theories that you know mm. a few people go missing when uh when there's a bit of you know questioning and, and some uh, conspiracy around a, a really interesting and and public topic so yeah and especially around that time too sam that's mm. it's very coincidental and, and can i just butt in with with, yes, a, with sure. another little tidbit there was around approximately four hundred thousand people that worked on this particular mission apollo mm. 11 so really, if you think about it, on the on the flip side of this conspiracy, that's a lot of mouths to keep shut. However, yep. these uh, these strange deaths uh, around the time of this uh, spaceflight program could have been the blackmail that was needed to maybe yep. keep those mouths shut. Mm. So, yeah, interesting. Um, yep. But, yeah, I mean, who knows? Who really knows? We don't actually have the answer, but we're mm. going to go through the facts. How about that? Yes. Oops. Yeah, let's 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 uh, let's do that. Um, another another allegation is that moon rocks were fabricated. I mean, it's it's a bit hard for us to I guess know what a moon rock is. We hadn't been there, you know, prior to this uh, moon landing. So I guess if uh, they, you know, someone's grabbed some rocks and told us they're moon rocks, well, who's going to say they're not? Um, so interesting there. It's a bit hard to prove and disprove that one. Um, but now let's let's jump into the footage because obviously it's it's very uh, popular footage and obviously uh, at the time it was a massive deal and even you know to this day you look back and think wow that's uh, that's unreal 
Now, let's... But it, it's footage, Sam. We've all yes. seen it. And if you haven't mm-hmm. seen it, seriously, where have you been living? Mm-hmm. Um, under a moon rock that was fabricated, maybe? Possibly, but yeah, yeah. Go onto YouTube and look at the footage. It, it, it's inspiring. Yeah. I mean, if, if I mean, a lot of us do believe that the landing did happen. Um, so let, mm-hmm. have a look at it and, and thoroughly enjoy it and, and maybe take some notes because we're yep. about to... You know, blow your mind. Yes. That there's some little, little fine details, the subtleties in this footage that maybe mm. the naked eye can't see. Yep. But turning stones, we do see. It. Spot on. Now, yeah, like Terry said, have a look and have a have your own opinion and, and you know, form your own opinion from watching the footage because, you know, uh, we're not going to tell you if it was fake or, or, or real, but um we can give our opinion and you can form your own opinion so now if you turn your head to the star or to the sky in the footage there are no visible stars now you would think there would be some stars up uh, you know being on on the moon surface pretty close well a lot i guess closer to um some stars than earth would be so you think you know absolutely a, a pitch black yeah pitch black uh, sky is a bit odd i guess you know the argument against that would be oh the footage back then isn't great um the film quality wouldn't have been great so they might not have just caught it in the in the footage or it might not have appeared so i guess yeah all right we can we can maybe get past that one but hey sam i mean yes, yeah. the moon doesn't have an atmosphere like earth does so you can't mm. even use the excuse that it was overcast or cloudy yes because no, they don't have right. clouds Mm-hmm. Right, so every night's a fine and clear night. Yep, and yes, there's no sure. wind in space, especially on the moon. Um, so no excuse whatsoever. Why yeah. can't we see the stars? Mm, Jeez, that's, that's a good point. <laughs> um, there you go. That's that's point number one. Now uh, let's kick on to the. Uh, I think this is probably one of the biggest uh, conspiracies and the biggest pickups in the footage. So there's an American flag, and you know, um, I think everyone can probably picture it in their head. The footage of. Uh, of the American flag being put into the uh, the, the moon's um, surface, so crust, crust surface, uh, cheese. Yeah, some people, you know, that uh, old folk tale saying the moon's made of cheese. Um, Delicious, feta. <laughs> wow, that would be brilliant, actually. It's mm, probably imagine. closest to feta. The color is probably closest to feta. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, some crumbly moon feta on top of your toast. Mm, imagine that. <laughs> Um, so that American flag that has that was put into the uh, the surface and the or the crust or whatever you want to call it, um, it appears to be flapping in the wind. Now, Terry, you tell me how that is possible, because I don't think it's possible. Uh, you know, you look at the facts of space itself; it's an actual vacuum. So there's no there's no oxygen or wind in space. So how can something be flapping in wind? Yeah, can you answer that for me, Terry? No, I can't. Okay, thanks. <laughs> uh, that's well. Think, no, seriously, I'm, nah. I'm just being honest with you and the listeners. I can't answer that. What mm. the fuck's the flag flapping for? It's yeah, it's mind blowing, isn't it? Yeah. It, it? I mean, it's not. It's, it's not like a flaccid penis flopping around <laughs> here and there. Like it, it, this is a flag, mm. right? And I'm sure there would have been an upright and then maybe um, a cross beam that was going horizontal to keep the flag visible. Because I mean, if there wasn't that cross beam, then it would just flop yeah. down you wouldn't yeah. see it like you know on a non-windy day when there's an absence of wind you can't of the, it's it's hard to tell what the flag is so yeah. the cross beam would have made it display but then when they were moving it around why is it flapping like as if it's in the wind jeez yeah that's yeah that's a big a big well i guess a giveaway i would say to to um you know support the theory mm. that it was even, a, even my yeah. even my seven-year-old says hey dad why is why is that <laughs> 
Why's the flag moving the wind? Mm. Yeah. I'll just tell and him, you... mate. Son, I don't know. I'm sorry, no. but I'm going to look into it for you. Yep. Yep. I guess you could probably, um, I don't know, maybe we can contact, uh, what was his name? I can't even remember his name, that uh, third fella that was. Oh, in, yeah, uh, Miko Collins. Oh, the... Miko Collins. Yeah. That's fine. Yep. yep. Maybe we can contact him after that big shout out. Yeah. They sometimes used to joke around after he made that safe landing as uh, his nickname was Constipation Collins. Cause, uh, <laughs> after he uh, flushed out his system on there, I don't mm. think shit for three weeks. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so that, that's... Some far between bowel movements for Miko Collins. <laughs> Miko's copping it tonight. Um, yeah, so that's, that's very unusual um, to say the least, I would say. We, we can't ponder too much on that because we've got to still look for some more evidence to support these these theories. And, you know, Terry and I, I love conspiracy theories, so any any evidence is going to be uh, really uh, appreciated. So now we're looking at some shadows or the shadows in the footage. So if you're, if you're comparing the, the shadows of the sun project a lot differently to Hollywood so-called Hollywood lighting so like in a you know in a movie set or, a, or something like that the shadows aren't right I don't know they just don't tie up it looks like there's there's a lot of light being projected onto the scene um it doesn't look like it's sort of you know the light coming from one angle does it Terry no exactly and you know there is one particular photo there's actually multiple photos but there's one that caught my eye mm. and that was basically when uh, Neil Armstrong was climbing back up the lunar module. Yep. Um, actually, no, sorry. It was Buzz Aldrin climbing up the lunar module because Neil Armstrong allegedly had the camera the whole time. So any oh, yeah. photo of an astronaut you see on the moon from Apollo 11 mm-hmm. was Buzz Aldrin. Even though he was the second man on the moon and Neil was the first, yep. Neil was never in the footage because he was the one holding the camera. So mm-hmm. there was one where Armstrong's taken footage of Buzz Aldrin climbing up the lunar module mm-hmm. and the, you, the sun and the shadows is basically pointing to the lunar module opposite mm. of where the ladder was to climb. So technically speaking, anything behind that should be dark because it's in the shadow. Yet mm. we can see Michael, uh, we can see Buzz Aldrin quite clearly. Then yeah. some are saying, oh, it's the reflection of the moon's surface back onto the, the lunar shuttle from behind. And because he's got the white spacesuit, we can see him quite well. Mm-hmm. What a load of shit. Mm. Yeah, it smells like a bit of shit going on, but yeah, that, maybe, that's... maybe it was Miko Collins' shit from the shuttle. <laughs> yeah, could have been leaking out. Maybe um, had a septic tank or whatever. Uh, yeah, so that that's obviously another another alarm bell that's ringing here. But um, as you said, Terry Armstrong was apparently carrying a, a camera and holding the camera the whole time. But there's actually um, there's a photo there of uh, of Buzz Aldrin's visor, so well, sorry, of him, and you can see the reflection of uh, Neil Armstrong in the in the visor. Now, uh, yeah, you can. Yes, if you look at it pretty closely, it doesn't appear that it's actually holding a camera. So, who who's holding the camera then? Oh, unless they had some kind of you know small GoPro that was attached to his uh, chest or something or his helmet. Um, that was so tiny that you couldn't see it in the reflection. I'd imagine back then the camera would have had to have been, you know, pretty big. I reckon he had one of those uh, James Bond uh, pen mm. cameras in his, uh, you know, chest pocket. Yeah, maybe. Mm. 
that yeah. could explain it but yeah it's it's interesting because that's um you know another real uh, famous you know image of of uh, of the reflection there and it's yeah it just doesn't add up does it it, it look, it's as if someone else has taken a photo a photo of it of him um because yeah you would have definitely seen a, a nice big bulky uh you know 60s 70s camera back then so yeah big time mm, very interesting um what else do we have we have got so there's another interesting one as well so the the lunar modules weighed about 17 tons i mean oh uh, yeah on 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 the moon probably would have uh, reduced its weight i guess because of the lack of gravity there and um, anyway, you look at uh, at the moon when it landed, or the moon when it landed, and the, and the lunar module, it didn't leave a mark on the moon dust. So yet yeah, we look at the the images and the footage of of these uh, you know these astronauts jumping around there on the on the surface, and there's footprints. Um, you can see footprints beside the. Actual... That's interesting, Sam. So yeah. you know, th- there's no basic um imprint of the loon lunar module which mm. weighed 17 tons but yeah there's footprints of the astronauts walking and near them right and w- what about the i guess the trace or we could say the footprint of the lunar module when it was landing i'm sure they would have used some propulsion system to slow it down whilst mm. it was landing where's the uh, moon dust and yep. you know the the, the crater of the, you know the, the flame that would have reduced its uh, decline yeah, exactly. And, and and its descent to the moon. Like, where is that? It was like, it basically looked as if it was like on a flat surface. Mm, it was already And yet there. these yeah. astronauts are making more of an imprint on the surface than what the lunar module was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Bizarre. Very, very odd. Um, and again, yeah, it supports the, the theory that uh, could have been staged and um, we'll get our, uh, we'll provide our own opinions uh, shortly, Terry, as well. But we'll keep going with a few more um you know a bit more reinforcement to this theory um so if you look look at the footage as well um there's you can see you can see there's in the crosshairs of the footage there's you know there's sometimes or like it's sort of like rotated in the wrong place it's it looks like there's a bit of cropping and and a bit of uh you know a bit of mucking around going on with the footage actually um would you agree with that terry yeah, it does actually. If you want to, like, to the naked eye again, like, you can't see a lot of this stuff. But you know, if you've researched into it just as much as we have, and then you look at all these other alternate pieces of evidence, um, and then you actually see the digitally remastered versions mm-hmm. of these photos to make it look more aesthetic, aesthetically appealing, um, it shows actually some of the crosshairs have been, I guess, rotated slightly. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit in the wrong position. They're not like symmetrical or um, perfectly distanced away from each other like the rest of them are. Um, and some of them even look like they've been cropped into it or mm-hmm. even as if objects in the photo have been cropped or pasted on top of some of the crosshairs. Yep. Weird. Very weird. Yeah, very, very weird. Um, there is but, one more, isn't there, about the footage? Yeah. This there is, is one more one. Last probably, but not least. Last but not least is probably one of the, the funnier ones as well. Um, so there's two photos that show apparently the letter C on a rock in the, in the um, well, sorry, on the ground. Uh, could this maybe have been, you know, uh, a studio prop that was labelled and they, they actually, you know, maybe forgot to turn that, that rock around with, you know, prop C? That's uh, very interesting. And uh, I don't know, Terry, that's, uh, that's sort of the icing on the cake there for me. 
Mm, you know, I've got a conspiracy about that, C-Rock. I reckon, all right, now hear this out. Mm-hmm. I reckon Mick Collins <laughs> drugged the other two when they yeah. landed, quickly mm-hmm. got out there on the moon, said, mm-hmm. fuck you, cunts, I'm going to get in the moon first. <laughs> all right, didn't have to do no speech about small step for man or humanity, mankind crap. He's like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to put a little C on here for Collins. Mm, maybe, maybe, yes. Jeez, the C. Constipation nice. Collins is at it again. <laughs> He's done it all on the moon. For, yeah. it could, potentially, could be the first man on the moon. Yep. First man to ride on a moon rock. Mm-hmm. And uh, first person to take a shit on the moon. <laughs> He's done it all, hasn't he? Well, what hasn't he done? Yeah, I've, well, apparently he landed on the moon. <laughs> apparently um, he um, slept with Hugh Hefner's missus too. So, like, <laughs> he even, uh, even beat Playboy to it. Jeez, mm. done the clean sweep there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, you add all that up, and you you know you process it. After you processed it, I don't know. It's, it's you know you start questioning whether it did happen or not. Um, so that, that's another... just from that's just from the footage, Sam, right? Yes. Uh, yep. But how about the di- digital technology mm. on Earth during the time of the moon landings? Like seriously? Yeah. What, like, yeah. what technology did we have back then? Mm. Right. So was, most yeah, personal computers now nowadays use fifty thousand to a hundred thousand times more. Well, they have fifty to a hundred thousand times more mm-hmm. of RAM than the computer used on the Apollo missions. So we can say that roughly mm-hmm. that our computers were a hundred thousand times faster and smarter and better yep. than what they used on the moon. Yet mm-hmm. we haven't been back since seventy two. Yeah, very what the weird. Fuck does that tell you? Yeah. It's, right? Seriously. Yep. Well they they couldn't even design a computer that um could fit neatly in, I guess, one of those old school TV boxes. Yeah. Like, that would have even been a microcomputer back then. Mm. Computers were huge back in the 60s. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. No, so think of a laptop or something portable. No, that's right. And um, also, yeah, ha- like, I find it hard to believe that they actually transmitted a live, a live, like, live coverage from the moon to Earth. Like, that, to me, that. I don't know. It seems a bit fishy as well. Like you said, Terry, the technology wasn't great back then, but they managed to have this has have this live feed, you know, as if they had uh, Facebook Live going and just getting uh, getting their phone out. Maybe it would have been the size of a, I don't know, it probably would have been the size of a laptop. Um, but yeah, how could they do that? It's so far away. It's obviously yeah, right. You might get some footage. It might have been. Uh, I'd imagine pretty bad back then, um, the quality. But I don't know. Some of the stuff that you see, it seems to be, seems to be pretty decent for that back then, and uh, yeah, almost too good to be true. I'll tell you how they did it. They did it on Earth. Easy to broadcast live footage when it's on Earth, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Didn't think of that one, did you? No. Well, yeah, that's kind of the whole conspiracy. But <laughs> well, no, I was just talking to the listeners. <laughs> yeah. No question because they can't answer. Great, I love those. Mm, me too. Uh, um, yes, so obviously this, uh, you know, these conspiracy theories and, um, you know, the, this theory has been hanging around for a long time ever since, you know, a few years after the moon landing. Um, even in uh, in 2001, uh, the Fox Television Network actually uh, had a documentary on, on this conspiracy theory as, you know, called it Did We Land on the Moon? Um, and, yeah, they're claiming that NASA... Uh, faked the first moon landing um, in in 1969 to ju- just to win the space race. Like we said, they were having a space race, so um, they might have, you know, just staged it. I mean, hey, 
just to say they they that they didn't land on the moon eventually, but I don't know this initial um, you know contact with the the moon surface and and you know people landing on it. I don't know. It's a bit questionable. Um, you know why would I guess Fox is is pretty big over there as well. Why would they you know why would they release this? To the public, um, I'm sure the government would have some kind of pull over the television networks in their country. So, you know, I don't know. Was it was it for a bit of ratings and publicity, or do they actually know something that we we don't, Terry? I don't know. Yeah, interesting actually. Um, and I wonder if Fox actually broadcasted the live footage back in the '69 <laughs> if they were even around. So, yeah, yeah true. Uh, what are they doing there? They double dipping. Mm, they're trying to play both yep. sides. I always hate Maybe. a friend that sits on the fence. Always mm. time to go get fucked. Mm. Yeah, it's a yes or no answer, isn't it? Yeah, so that's uh, very interesting. But um, I, I guess would, that's some of the reasons why yeah, it yeah. could have been fake and mm. that it was fabricated and that, you know, it was just to win the space race and that's why they staged it. But I think there's also plenty of evidence that it did happen as well, that it was mm. real. Please so, tell us. Yeah, um, since the late 2000s, we've been able to get some high-definition photos taken by the Lunar Reconnaissance Orbiter, which is the mm. LRO, um, you know, the old LRO. Oh, yeah. yeah, get on it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the Lunar Reconnaissance Orbiter, um, LRO. So that um, has high-definition photos taken in the late 2000s of the Apollo landing sites, and it's actually captured the lander modules and, and the tracks that it left <clears> by the astronauts. So obviously with today's <clears> technology compared to 69, we're able to do things like that and have satellites to really zoom in and, and capture um, where the lander modules went, their tracks that they left, and also the tracks yep. left by the astronauts, which is pretty cool. Um, mm, in 2012, yeah. we've also got images that released um, that were released to the public showing five of the six Apollo missions as Americans' flags erected on the moon that they were still standing the exception is that uh, Apollo 11's flag, um, unfortunately, uh, was accidentally blown over by the takeoff rocket's exhaust. So when Miko Collins, uh, you know, put the uh, pedal to the metal, um, mm. unfortunately, was, uh, he was revving it too hard and uh, right in the clutch. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, the flames, when it took off, just mm. blew away the flag. So according to the LRO, that we still have high-definition imagery that five mm -hmm. of the six flags are still standing. Jeez. Um, which is wow. interesting. And, and this LRO, right, apparently they're independent and a third-party organization away from NASA, away from the U.S. government. Mm, apparently. They're still American-based. Yeah. Mm, so there is some sort of bias in there. But you know what? These days, seriously, Sam, yep. tell me what really is truly independent or third-party, if you ask me, because there's always going to be some sort of bias and conflict of interest deep down. Because mm -hmm. even if you're governed in the same country – and yep. you're an independent firm, and you've been, and you're private, and you've been hired from the government to, you know, do an audit of a of a particular um, segment of the government. I mean, really, who governs you, even if you're exactly. private? Of course. So there's yeah. always going to be some bias and some little brown bag under the table. I bet you. Mm -hmm. um, but look, there are images out there. You can access them on the internet mm -hmm. or the uh, the dark web. Um, apparently, mm, there's some yes. nudes on the moon. Apparently, on there. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so whichever um, web that you like to go on, um, there's plenty of uh, imagery of the moon stuff there. Maybe actually on the dark web, it's probably um, got the conspiracy theories. We should have looked there, Sam. Damn it. Yes, get on the Yeah, absolutely. 
the onion mm. um and please refer to our uh episode on the dark web which we released on the 24th of june 2020 great episode um so opinion polls um taken in various locations around the world actually have shown that between six and twenty percent of not only americans but other um you know races of humanity mm-hmm. believe that the landings were faked so wow. say it was twenty percent and that's probably at the higher end um mm-hmm. I think a lot of the people in the Faroe Islands probably voted in that 20%. Anyway, so one in five people around the world believe that these landings were fake, that no man's been on the moon, yep. which is still a sizable portion. However, look, in statistics, 80% is still a strong, favorable weight towards the side that they did land. Mm-hmm. So we'll go with that. But, I mean, there's still people out there that are skeptical. Yep. And even, I'm guessing, obviously, if this was a, a an appropriate and unbiased poll, um, you know, nothing that was uh, out of the ordinary and you really were com- uh, com- conducting it randomly, you would have probably come across a lot of uneducated people that hadn't done any research and they even believed that, you know, one in five of those people believed that it was fake too. So mm. interesting to dissect, but this is not a statistics uh, seminar. No, uh, thank you. So I did mention as well previously that, um, you know, with the technology we had in the 60s, we got there. Yet yep. now we have these high-definition imageries and all this technology today. We've basically got a computer in our pockets, being our phone, that are around fifty to 100,000 times smarter and faster than what was on that lunar module, and yet we haven't been back. Mm. Sam, why? Mm. Great questions. Um, we, have, we have got some, you know, some, some theories, and it makes sense because uh, when you look at – when you look at how the costs involved with getting to the moon and in this space program, um, it actually, well, it costs $30 billion for the space program. Um, so I guess, you know, it's a big hole in your, in your budget. Um, in back in 1965, it was about 4% of the federal budget and 4% of the federal budget of the USA is huge. Um, so do we, you know, I guess the government was thinking, you know, do we want to spend this money? What are we benefiting out of it? We've already, you know, been there or you know, allegedly been there. Um, we've proven those, uh, Soviets wrong and we're, we're, um, superior. So we just don't need to go back there anymore. Um, since the uh, Apollo missions, it, it's actually the, the budget, or sorry, the spending on um, the space program has actually remained under a one percent figure. So yeah, they've cut it back significantly. So uh, uh, to me, it seems like they proved the point there, and and they probably thought, ah, oh, that's it, wind this back now. We're not going to spend too much more money on it. But I don't know, was it because they they you know were sort of covering up the fact that they hadn't got to the moon? Not sure. Um, so the last NASA astronaut. Um, lifted off the moon on the 14th of December 1972, which is Apollo 17. Um, yeah, and like we said, they've never been, been back since. I guess maybe the public sort of obviously uh, you know saw the footage of of uh, the landing on the moon, and maybe you know the public just lost interest, and government thought, oh, well, you know, there's no point now um, of, of investigating any further. We've been there, we've done that. Um, but I don't know, I guess there were some questions that would have remained unanswered and, um, yeah, also a big factor, I think here, uh, political risk, um, the cost that, you know, you might lose some lives on the journey and, um, you know, it does happen and, and the Soviets, uh, back then, you know, sort of paid the price for that. Um, 
and yeah, it's it's a bit of a, a bit a bit of political suicide if you're going to be uh, launching rockets and killing people left, right, and centre. So pretty risky. Um, also, uh, presidential problems is is another um, another factor. You sort of you know the sp- a space program's not um, it's not you know easy and quick and easy to sort of uh, come up with. Um, you sort of you know it's it takes a long time so if you're gonna you know if you're gonna be in for a two-term um presidency which you know it's it's or the maximum you can serve um the space program is probably going to outlast you then you know who knows who comes in you know president trump comes in and he doesn't want to spend that money on the on the space program anymore so you know it gets cut um i guess yeah that's another big factor as well um the 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 moon surface is you know it's got a lot of craters and and things like that on it so again it sort of threatens the um the safety of of the humans in the craft landing uh, on the moon so i guess again the safety uh, factor but now what about the private sector this is a huge huge um area that's been you know getting a bit of coverage lately um you know if if we've been there which the United States claim we have, uh, um, you know, maybe don't doubt that we have been there eventually, but maybe not the initial um, moon landing we're we're talking about. Anyway, why why don't we go back? Like, why doesn't, you know, you've got SpaceX, which is Elon Musk, one of the, you know, know, wealthiest blokes on the planet. Um, He's got so much money and he's, you know, developing this SpaceX program to travel into space, to travel to Mars, here, you know, here, there and everywhere. Why? Why wouldn't you want to? If if you know that we can go to the moon, we've been there before. Wouldn't you want to go back there? And uh, I'm sure there's some other things you can do there, you know, or take some passengers there, or I, I don't know. I'm sure a lot of people would want to be doing that. I don't know. What about you, Terry? Yeah, I don't know, um, Sam. But I mean, you've spoken for a fair bit there without interruption. Mm. So bravo, first and foremost. Take a drink of water and, and take a breath. Okay. Oh, um. Thanks. So. Um, would billionaires like to go to space, right? Mm, not sure. Mm. I mean, if I was a billionaire, you know what? Yep. Space does interest me. I would actually yeah. love to just do a little quick little fly into space, get out of atmosphere, feel like, or try and experience what no gravity would feel like, and then come yep. back, back down. I don't think the moon's enough for me, like... Or I think that's maybe too much for me, actually. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't have any interest in the moon. Um, and I think we're probably three, four years, three, four hundred years um, born too early to maybe mm-hmm. safely go back and forth to the moon or back and forth to Mars. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, what you've mentioned, absolutely pinpoint why we haven't gone back. Yeah. But to me, they sound like a little bit like excuses. Mm. I mean, in 1965, if we were going to spend 4% of the federal budget on space, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Obviously, it was of some significance and importance. Well, you know what? If For us to make a decision like that back then, and it was only basically 20 years after a massive world war, right? So you'd still yep. think the economy is recovering, mm. and yet you go and spend 4% on federal budget on space. Well, hold on. Yep. All right, we might, need, might be struggling again once here and now, but it seems as if you know every... 10, 20 years, we're always struggling. So why don't we put enough money aside and go back and see what it's all about? I've heard rumblings that there is another mission going ahead and Trump said we want to put feet on the moon, boots on the moon by 2024. Mm -hmm. Well, we'll see about that. Um, Mm. Donald, will he be around then? Well, if he gets Mm. elected this year, he will be. 
but yep. uh, that's a big if. And and the problem is, yeah, as you said, with those uh, presidential problems, um, unfortunately in, in America, a president can only serve two terms. And I mean, if, if Donald Trump doesn't go get elected, then we're going to have this problem again where his mission might get canned by the opposing government mm-hmm. and then we're back to square one again. So that's right. Yeah. We're basically fiddling around with these trivial matters. Just someone fucking commit to it. Let's just get back there and let's debunk the whole situation. Cool, cool. Yeah. And yep. with today's technology, with drills, jackhammers, whatever we, we can see, maybe what's beneath the surface. Maybe we can mm. stay there for a bit longer. Maybe we can give them some um, better, uh, I guess, space curries in those. Ch- <laughs> and, and obviously, Collins won't get the runs this time, even though he won't yes. be gone. So, no, be, yeah. billionaires, I think there will be a fair few out there that would love to go um, and mm. do these little expeditions. However, it seems as if they're more interested in Mars, which is a bit of a shame. I mean, I love to, to know what's out there on Mars, but let's, mm-hmm. um, let's, let's look at our own doorstep before we venture beyond the danger zone. Yeah. Yeah. You make some great points there, Terry. Definitely. Yeah. You think, why wouldn't we go back? If we could go back then, uh, go back to the sorry if we can go to the moon back then um the technology we got now you'd think it'd be easy it'd be uh probably you know maybe a a day or two trip there and um yeah we just for some reason haven't been interested in it so yeah we're just a few um you know a few matters to consider before we start to wrap things up anyway terry um i guess you know we are like you said we're focusing on mars and that Uh, well i don't know Do, do we need to be focusing that much on mars who knows um the moon like you said has probably got a lot more to offer and um, we just don't even know we we what kind of research has been carried out there um but yeah i mean it's it's an interesting interesting place you know the moon you'd want to uh, well in my opinion if you're going to be exploring um you know our our solar system wouldn't you want to yeah if you've really been to a place you'd want to get the most out of it and you know set up set up a lunar base there or something or you know permanent research facility or or something like that you know you, you could probably uh, make use of it one way or another um you know you also i guess you're you're further away from the earth so maybe you can set up some kind of um telescopes or um some kind of research equipment to, to you know find some unknown or find out some answers about our um, solar system, about into you know deeper into space, um, and yeah, I guess there's a few other things we could we could look at using the moon for, Terry. Yeah, big time. So just quickly, you know, we're looking at Mars too much, right? Um, but that's what we know. Like they're mm. releasing that information to the public that we're fo- well, the government's finally look at Mars. But maybe they were looking into Mars like 50 years ago. Who's to say yep. right now behind the scenes they're not looking into the next planet over Jupiter? Yeah, but then true. again. I mean, we can't even venture on some parts on Earth. We can't even access. Like, we can't even locate a plane, MH370, mm. on our own Earth, and we're worrying about going to other places outside of our own uh, planet. We yeah, can't even travel properly on Antarctica, according to what they tell us, because mm. some of those places are so damn cold and, and the, the, the weather is so bad that it's in, inhabitable and also it, it's, a, it's like a no-fly zone there. Mm, yep. And yet we're worrying about the we're not worrying about Mars, which is further away from the Moon. Yeah, yeah. Get your priorities straight for fuck's sake. Mm. Yeah, no, so, you're right, Terry. So the Moon into a lunar base, Sam. Is that what you're asking? Yeah, maybe we could. Uh, yeah, would it be useful? What do you reckon we can do on there? Oh, maybe I don't know. It could could be a bit of a hub for 
um, some travel to other planets from there. I don't know. It could possibly, maybe they could find some kind of uh, a resource there that can be used as a fuel or, um, you know, find some kind of different element there. I, I don't know. It could be, there's got to be something there that's useful. Absolutely. I mean, and, and you mentioned hub. Well, I mean, a lot of good things come in hubs. Mm, um, yeah. You know, whether it's uh, the AFL hubs uh, currently going on at the moment or it's, uh, you know, a pornography hub. I mean, <laughs> there's so many good things that can be into hubs and, and why not create one on the moon, eh? Mm, so, you know, uh, right. a, a, I guess a petroleum slash fuel storage facility. Um, yeah, for those, yeah. Uh, intergalactic uh, space missions so we don't have to worry about coming back to earth to refuel well just go back to the moon mm, that's right mm. yeah that's just one of the well, ones i just want to get your opinion as well terry what now obviously you know we've, we've spoken about some facts some some theories and and all that kind of all that kind of jazz about the uh, the moon landing in your opinion let's just get an answer from you whether you think that happened or it was staged the moon landing that was seen on tv apparently live to everyone in the world was it was it was it legit oh, i'm about to blow your mind and the listeners so this is my thought and my theory right you ready mm-hmm. cool yep so i believe that we did land on the moon however right. the footage and the photos that we see have been staged mm-hmm. the reasons wow. is the reasons are is because that the US government could not risk anything happening to the astronauts on the moon and having that broadcast live to the world. Mm, So they filmed it before they left and made it look like it was picture perfect. Pig's ass. There's Mm. no way that that mission went perfect. No, you're right. Also, the other alternative with this risk as well by filming it prior mm-hmm. was just in case they encountered something that could have been threatening mm-hmm. and injected fear into the public. Who's to say an extraterrestrial could have been there? Wow. Imagine imagine live feed, you see an extraterrestrial. Mm, yep, no, that's true. Imagine how much fear would go through the public at that point saying we're not alone, which is a cool answer to get. Mm-hmm. And that'd be great evidence to say yep. that we really aren't alone, and, and I think everyone would be thrilled. But I think we'd actually mm-hmm. all be scared at the same time. Yeah, no, you're right. Actually, back so, to so, Terry as well. A lot of movies um, were were injecting fear into people about you know UFOs and aliens and stuff. So yeah, you're probably right. But yeah, mm-hmm. continue. So yeah, that, that's basically the gist of my theory. I think we got we we landed there. We did it. Yep. I just mm-hmm. think what we've seen and the evidence behind it that's all staged because there's mm-hmm. too many flaws into it. Um, yep. And, you know, Buzz Aldrin and Lance Armstrong and Constipation Collins, they've all been <laughs> hammered and, and, and even all the other um, other five missions that landed on the moon. Every single astronaut is so adamant. Their stories yep. are all the same, unless they've been brainwashed or whatever, but they're, they're really adamant. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of truth to it that they did go on the moon. Yeah. What yep. we've seen them do on the moon, maybe that wasn't on the moon. Yeah. Yep. Fortunately or unfortunate for them. So that's mine. What about yours, Sam? I'm really interested to hear what you have to think. Mm, well, you know, we, what, what you, actually, hold on. Do we even have enough yep. time to hear your uh, answer? Y- or? Yeah, we do. Yep, yep, definitely. I'll just check the stopwatch. Yep. Um, no, nah, well, just quickly, I don't have to say much because you know what? I I agree with um, your theory that they they probably did go to the moon, but not in that instance. I think yeah, you're right. It's too it's too staged in my opinion. It looks way too staged and it just doesn't, a lot of things don't add up. Um, you know, they, they could have went to the moon 
I don't know, or maybe they landed at the moon a day before or something like that. And, uh, you know, that they, I don't know, maybe this footage was filmed uh, a week before, or, you know, it couldn't be a week before because they would have been flying. But, you know, a month before or something, they filmed this footage and said, all right, you know, this is, we're going to run this to the public um, on the day that we're out there just to make it look a bit prettier than what it is. And like you said, Terry, they didn't want any unexpected, um, you know, surprises there. So they probably thought, yeah, mishaps and, you know, no curry-related incidents uh, in, the, in the shuttle. Um, so, yeah, they, I, I agree. I think they, they probably did land there and maybe maybe on multiple times, uh, m- multiple occasions. But, uh, yeah, I think it's just a bit too staged for me and, yeah, it kind of looks like um, it's I've been set up in Hollywood somewhere and it's just a prop and, you know, I guess these days with CGI and those kind of things in movies, we can do whatever we want. We can make, um, you know, we can make you look like you're on on moon with no problems these days back then it sort of was a bit harder because you know didn't have the, that kind of technology but then again the, the camera works pretty pretty average so um they can sort of edit that and you know make it look yes, a again bit, yeah a bit, bit you know a bit black and you know cut out of shots and stuff so yeah no i agree terry i think i think it was a bit of a ho- the hoax was the actual footage but i think we did as humans land there mm. thank you sam Um, I'm glad we're on the same page. Mm. So, guys, thank you for listening. And if you've got a different opinion or you agree, um, don't hesitate to contact us. We're on Instagram and Twitter, and our handle is at TurnstonesPod. Mm -hmm. I just forgot. Actually, what was it, Sam? At TurnstonesPod, yes. Oh, thank you. At TurnstonesPod. So, guys, Mm. um, touch base with us. Let us know. And uh, we look forward to it. And thank you for joining us. This was great.